Every day we are asked to make choices. Some are easier than others. Creating a better world shouldn't be one of them. Hi, my name is Shane. If you're listening to this, then you are a part of my story. And maybe, just maybe, you want to be a parent too. There isn't anything wrong with you. You aren't selfish or uninformed. You're human. And maybe you're afraid or ashamed to share an awful irony that elitists have deemed taboo. The impulse to procreate is what drove our species from the sea onto land, from four legs to two, and from fire to solar. Mating is fundamental to every species on the planet. That's why Breeder couples the powerful tools of Iris with a robust node net, sharing intimate thoughts with pre-screened potentials whenever you are within 3.66 meters of one another. Just log your voice packs and watch your primal urges ignite in the soul of a kindred spirit while remaining socially responsible. Once set, all you have to do is go about your day, and Breeder does the rest. Never worry about breaking the ice again. Break free instead. Breeder. B-R-E-E-D-R. Breeder. Go forth and multiply. Hi. I, um, I should have asked you to um, read that first for your sake. It was fine. I want to take a shower. Rich people don't take showers. They bathe. Gross. The least surprising thing ever is your judgment. Okay. Um, so the tall man. Tall man. Yes. Sure. Anytime I sort his name, once I get to the last letter, it wipes clean. Like I had just written it on water. We should try spelling it out letter by letter. I did. Before the cast. It didn't work. Fuck, really? Not across the nodes. Even if I record the name and play it underneath something I'm saying, it vanishes. Scientists at MIT say that's impossible if we're casting live. Well, they can't experiment with it since they don't have the name. We could go analog and hire a plane to write it in the sky or something. Print it on paper and hand out leaflets. Call a rally and just yell it out at the top of our lungs over a loudspeaker. All we would accomplish is getting his name out there. People still wouldn't be able to do anything meaningful with it. And honestly, if it's the one thing that gives us an advantage against whatever is out there, then maybe we should just run with it. For now, at least. Okay. But like I said, it's got me to thinking about who could do something like that. So I searched for who developed the quantum net. Babylon. That would have taken you all of a nanosecond. Do you know the names of the people who made up the Babylon team? Some of them. A few are still anonymous. So you're thinking Tallman was on the Babylon team? Yes. So you found the hidden members? No. This is the exciting data? Not quite. I searched for any official pictures of the group and didn't come up with a lot. I went on the internet. Say what now? Yeah, it was hard. Wow, where? A library. And you typed? Were the keys greasy? Yes, no. Talk about gross. And I found a picture of staffers on the lawn from the Argonne National Laboratory. Yeah, a couple of engineers came from there. Six that have been disclosed. You look like you're remembering something. Not exactly. Just strong deja vu. We had this conversation already. Definitely not. Anyway, are you sure? I'm positive. Hey, hey, what's wrong? I don't know. I, I just, I just got very sad. We're working through a lot right now. It's all. Confusing and stupid. You're confusing and stupid. Obviously. 
Mulholland Drive. That's insane. I was just going to say. You were going to say Mulholland Drive was crazy and stupid and all of the awards and acclaim were garnered by insecure people who didn't demand that a story be a story and not a cluster of untethered events. I've apparently already spread the gospel about this. This role reversal is a lot. I don't remember telling you that, and you remember it word for word. Yeah. It's a lot. Do you feel any better? No. I don't know what's wrong with me. The letters seem to settle you, when they aren't triggering mnemonic seizures, at least. (laughs) I'm not so sure this time. This one is... It's my mom. Okay. Give me a sec. It's all right. I I can read it. No, it might help take my heart off whatever it's going through. Okay. The world is tilting towards some recognizable version of itself. I'm going to try and remember the type of patience that this all required because it's not over. There's still going to be some pain ahead. And I don't want to forget the lessons that I've learned. I guess we are all doing this in part so that we can pass those lessons on to you. No matter what happens, I'm sure that when you read this, the world will look a little different. The little ones, I'm not so sure how much they'll remember or what effects it may have on them. On the one hand, the world was already so new to them. Maybe their expectations are more flexible and can bend to the shape forced onto them by the future. We've had grim days, but nothing that we can't overcome. For you, Jude, it's probably going to be harder. You're at that age when responsibility is starting to really take hold. You can appreciate what your contributions are and understand sacrifices. I've learned a lot from watching how you carried yourself through all of this. When this is over, there will be lost opportunities that you will have to reckon with. I have never been more confident of the man that you will grow up to be. It has been a long few months of waking nightmares, but now it's finally getting to the end, and I feel guilty about my tepid happiness. Your father isn't as optimistic, unfortunately. I think he feels more valuable in the world where everything is standing still than in the one where he has to keep up with everyone else. He can navigate eggshells while speaking from his chest about this injustice and that looming menace, but... I love him in spite of our mutual failings. What I want to say to you most is this. Living at the edge of freefall has taught me about lost preparation. It has all felt so near. Losing the house, the cars, my job, your father. And some of these things I've come to understand as inevitable. Do what you can to hold on to the things and people that are important to you. They are the only things that matter. And sometimes, even if you hold them tight and treat them as precious, you can't will something into existence. You can hope and pray and love, but you cannot battle what time will take. Time will trade muscle for wisdom. It will heal all wounds, but decay is not a scar. It's a cancer. I'm not telling you to save a corner of your heart because that won't help. It'll only allot less resources to the task of mending you back together when you need it. I want you to love without reservation, 
I've learned so much about the elasticity of time, endless and yet so short. It speeds by so quickly. Don't waste it trying to circumvent pain that is promised. Drink up so much of life while you can so that when you are living through a drought, you have the reserves you can call upon. I'm going to write a book one day called The Camel and the Bear. It'll be about coping with loss. Emotional hibernation versus resource management. I will dedicate it to you, Jude. I'm going to spend the rest of the day working while daydreaming about a conversation between you and I. With me as the author and you as an adult, having emerged from the cramped chrysalis we now occupy. There'll be plenty of time to sleep, boys. We've spent so much time sleeping already. Dreams are still possible. Let's capture them while rising instead of falling still. Loving each other is how we prepare for losing one another. He's going to love that. You can't believe Dad sided with me. He, he listens, so that's probably him. I don't want to. I don't want to. Hello? Hello? 